Welcome to the art of understanding and using dreams with Joan Swift, George Rattigan, Gary Burney and Eileen O'Sullivan. Uh, we're dream counsellors and healers and uh, I'm just going around everybody. George, um, can you tell me about how you came to have an interest in dreams? Yeah, well, I started off with an interest in the work of Edgar Casey. He's the sleeping prophet. I'm sure everybody has heard of him. And, uh, and then uh, over 40 years, I developed my own system of dreaming and interpretation. So uh, it's uh, really very simple. Um, I've come up with a very simple code which would uh, help you to understand your dreams. And Gary, yes, tell me about your interest in dreams. Well, I came to know George by a friend of George's, Gary Kavanagh, and um, I've been studying dreams for more years than I, <laughs> I care to remember, and I'm still learning. It's such a deep subject, um, and I find it most fascinating, and it has brought me to a better understanding of myself over many years of study. And I, I must say, at the moment, I'm really enjoying it, enjoying studying and listening and talking to people about their dreams. It's, um, your dreams can be one big diagnostic machine, which uh, before you ever have a problem uh, medically, it will be diagnosed by your dreams. Very good. And Joan, a um, little bit about your interests in dreams and how um, you... My interest in dreams began when I attended George's, one of his first workshops called Cutting of the Ties, uh, which is a incredibly healing, simple, but he very simple, but uh, healing process. And uh, I've never, I've never really looked back from that because of my interest in dreams. It's an ongoing relationship with yourself. Uh, it's like there's part of yourself you've never spoken to, and you become friends with it through your dreams. And when they start doing that, people start dreaming more, you know, because subconscious is thrilled to be recognised. And, and as for me, I've been an on and off student of George's for the last uh, twenty odd years and it has had a huge positive effect in my life in a very practical way in terms of finding a good relationship and uh, a nice place to live and many ways so uh, listen George I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about what are dreams well dreams are messages going from one part of your mind to another and uh, they're marvellous in that they're also uh, a form of healing and guidance on all aspects of your life. People often ask, uh, why are they relevant to my everyday life? But they will give you advice and guidance on your health, mental and emotional issues, happiness, money, work, business, and even what talents or abilities that you might have that you wouldn't know about. Everybody has hidden abilities. Uh, and also children's issues. Uh, relationships, you get advice on relationships, self-improvement, 
and spiritual healing and your life purpose. So uh, these are messages that go from one part of your mind to another. And uh, they originate in your higher mind, which is like your soul or the spark of divinity in yourself. It's that part of your mind that carries the memory of God. And it motivates you to go back to the source. Now, um, the dream uh, is in code. And uh, when you look at the dream, it appears like a load of gobbledygook. You see, but that's only because you don't know the code. And um, it's very easy to learn. And uh, the dream comes from your higher mind and it's going to your subconscious mind. Now, that part of your mind, the subconscious mind, knows what the dream means. There would be no point in sending it a message if it didn't know what it means, you see. Uh, So, uh, as well as interpreting your dreams as if you were deciphering a code, Uh, then it's also possible with a very short meditation to get the dream to explain itself. Yes, Uh, so, um, yeah, that's worth uh, knowing how that happens. And uh, I've mentioned that in my book. Um, So, yes, uh, it's amazing, though, when you do interpret your dreams or you have them interpreted, it's amazing uh, the amount of um, information about yourself that they reveal. Yes. George, you mentioned your book. Tell us about this. This is your latest new book been published and it's available on Amazon, is it? Yes, that's right. It's available on Amazon and it's called Healing with Dreams. Right. And... um. Uh, it's divided up into lots of interesting chapters, like referring to health, happiness, money, children's issues, relationships. Exactly. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, yes. This is going to be uh, all the things that dreams concern yeah. themselves with. And Gary, um, yeah. what's you know in terms of the um, you know dreams, your experience of dreams and and what they do. Um, do you have anything to add there? Um. Yes, it, for, uh, dreams are. I, I just <coughs> excuse me. Dream, dreams are not anything new, and that was a big discovery for me. Um, I, I know I came across references to dreams when I was reading Chaucer uh, in one of his Canterbury Tales, uh, the Nun's Priest Tale. He makes reference to dreams. I won't go into the dreams themselves but dreams have been uh, there and thereabouts all through history and it goes right back it, it goes back further um when we meet up with the great famous uh, greek surgeon galen people who would study medicine would know about galen he wrote many books on surgery but he was also an expert on dreams and he just happened to be the surgeon to marcus aurelius there's a name people would might be familiar with from the film Gladiator. Yeah. And uh, when Galen 
said in his writings that he often used a dream to diagnose an illness of a patient and he was able to cure the patient by the information given to him in the dream. So that refers to what you were talking about, dreams being diagnostic. So in a way, like uh, yes. like the like the uh, CAT scan or the MRI scan. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. But yes. before we become ill. Yes. Uh, so yeah. we can actually have some clue as to what's going on. You'll get, you'll get a warning 10 years before you even get the illness. Wow. And you'll also be told where the illness is coming from. And... Um, then you can, let's say, head it off at the pass. Very good. Okay. And, and George, um, so what? How how do how do we do this? How do, what do they do? Like how do dreams show us this? Yes. Well, the first rule, of course, is that everything in the dream is an aspect of you, the dreamer. You might have a dream about your car. Maybe there's problems with the engine of the car, but. The dream has nothing to do with your actual car. The solid things in your dream, like your car or your house, refer to the physical body. And if you take the house, then all the rooms in the house refer to different aspects of your functioning. For example, the kitchen. If you have a dream that takes place in the kitchen, the subject matter is going to be about your digestion, naturally enough. Uh, if the dream takes place in the toilet, the subject matter will be your elimination. The living room then is how you live your life. Okay, and especially the heart and circulatory system, because the fireplace is often called the heart with a H at the end. So is that kind of like a pun, George? It's a pun, yeah. yeah. Dreams are full of puns. And uh, But just to come back to all the different rooms now, the attic is going to be about your brain and the bedroom will be about your sexuality and the reproductive system. The bathroom then will be about the waterworks of the body, the liver and kidneys and so on. And uh, all the different appliances then will have something to say about your health as well. What about the attic, George? Uh, well, the attic is the brain, yes. And uh, if you are developing a problem with your brain, then this is where you will uh, usually dream. Um, now, the usual dream is... Uh, water overflowing from the tank upstairs and coming through the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, now, uh, that would indicate... Um, it, it's, I should say that dreams are not medical diagnosis. They're not necessarily what's happening in present time. Okay. They're just little warnings. Yeah, so people shouldn't be too concerned. Uh, but at the same time, like, um, you might have a simple dream will say uh, about a bicycle and uh, that would be simply telling you that you need more exercise and so on. They make um, they make sense, like uh, the symbols make sense. And you mentioned something about the appliances, George, there. Yes, yes. For example, if you dream about uh, a television set, for example, it's a good idea to ask yourself, what does a television set do? Well, it picks up images 
of events taking place at a distance. But if everything in the dream is yourself, then you have to ask yourself, well, what aspect of me can pick up images and pictures of events taking place in a distance? Well, that's your your clairvoyance. Yes, the yeah. radio then would be clairaudience. This is where you can hear messages yeah. uh, audibly. And, yeah. tell, and what is clairvoyance and clairaudience in actual fact? Well, it's a natural uh, psychic ability uh, to pick up information visually. In other words, like looking at people's auras now would be clairvoyance, but channeling would be uh, clairaudience when you get the information. And the aura, um, Joan, can you tell us a little bit about what an aura is? Well, the aura, uh, I was I was actually going to ask you about the car, George, because to me, the car is like, a, it's a vehicle. Yes. And um, the ego, people, a lot of people think, oh, there's something wrong, you're too, your egos, egos are okay, because they have a function, like a car, to okay. negotiate your way through life. You can't yes. have, without an ego, you couldn't. Yes. So it's interesting to how you drive the car, what state your ego is in? Is it in a healthy state to go forward, back? Are you a passenger? Uh, are you driving your own uh, car? Uh, that fascinated me when you when you spoke about that. Yes. Uh, may, may I just say that, George? I can remember having a dream about a car and its headlights were out of focus and not working correctly. And the dream was telling me I needed glasses. Oh, wow. Simple as that. Simple, Simple as, as that. Yeah. Yes. So I went and got my eyes checked and I did need glasses for reading. Um, so that's a simple little example. And, and such a change in quality of life. Yes, I know yes, when yes. I got my reading glasses. Yes, yes. Just transformed life and yeah. for me. And uh, the aura, Gary, can you tell us a bit about what an aura is? Well, this is an energy field um, which we all have every human being and getting to know it and how it protects us yeah. is, is well worth doing so it's very important for overall functioning of both our body yes, and yes. our mind and our spirit yes yeah I get you um, so uh, how but George how are these dreams relevant to everyday life I mean if I, you know it's all very well for me I'm keen on intellectual stuff and Gary's historian Joan you have your interests as well in, in yes. this area. And, uh, George, you know a lot about it. But for the average person, like, you know, they're scone, they're, they're trying to commute every day. They're working wherever all the hours God sent. They're minding children and they're picking up children from daycare and so forth and really just uh, strolling to the pin or their collar. So wh why are dreams relevant t to people who are just living their lives? All right. Yeah, well... Most men's dreams uh, concern themselves with work issues. Yeah. And uh, women's dreams are more inclined to be about relationships. Yeah. You see, now uh, it's not uh, yeah, it's not unusual to ha to get advice and um, guidance on your business uh, in a dream. For example, uh, such dreams usually take place in traffic. And that would be like a pun on trafficking. Um, Hopefully not bad kind of trafficking. Uh, no, <laughs> not that one. <laughs> but you might have a dream, say, let's say you're a businessman 
and you have a dream where you see this new white van coming towards you. Now, a van is a, a commercial vehicle. So uh, that dream might well indicate a new business opportunity. Okay. You see? And um, in order to to uh, understand and get the details of this perhaps new opportunity, uh, it's a good idea to meditate. Now, by meditate, I mean using the very quick four-minute meditation I explain in the book. If you meditate and go back into the dream, you can uh, imagine that you're talking to material objects why, in the dream. Wh- why would I do that, George? Well, if, you're, if you, uh, the businessman sees this white van coming towards him, goes back, he meditates, he goes back into the dream, he talks to the van, what are you? I'm a new, I'm a new commercial vehicle. Okay, well, what do you do? Well, I bring um, produce and work and business to you. Well, what then? Why would I need you in my life? And uh, at that point, he will be able to pick up what the message is. What is it telling him about his work? Yes, George, you could imagine, uh, if someone could imagine they're an alien and they've arrived down and they know nothing about on this planet, they don't know what a table is, they don't know anything. That would be a nice, easy way to introduce. Imagine you're an alien and you have to explain uh, to the objects. You go in to talk, talk, have a conversation with the objects in the dream and there's a table there. Well, what are you? Well, what, and what do you do? What's your function? Yes, so kind exactly, of, yeah. yes. Yes, it's a, it's a different way of uh, looking at dreams. You see, um, down the years, uh, intellectual people uh, have had difficulty understanding dreams, you see, because they were using the intellectual side of their brain only. And uh, that's limiting when it comes to dream interpretation. You have to uh, think like a child, you know, uh, as if a child didn't know what a van was yeah. or didn't know what um, uh, a chair was for, what is a table and so on, you see. But yes. Just because uh, I think that that's because, you know, the left, the intellect is mainly in the left side of the brain and it's logical uh, 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 compared to the right side, which is where the imagination is. So I'm... I don't know if this is right, George, but I'll, I think the subconscious would be more inclined to be in the right side or coming from the right side of the brain and the imagination is used there. And so that's why exactly, you can't do yeah. it with just logic. Yes, you see, it's a me- remember, it's a message yeah. coming from your higher self. Now, this yeah. higher part of your brain knows past, present and future. It knows what's coming up and so on. So it sends this message to the other side of your brain, the right side of your brain, your subconscious mind, because that part of your brain understands the message. Yeah. And now the message doesn't come in words. It comes in drama. Yes, because believe it or not, that's um, the most efficient way of conveying information. It's like 
uh, we love the drama on the television. Uh, and there's some people will only learn from the drama and trauma of their lives. So sending messages by way of a drama or, a, if you like, a kind of workshop uh, in which you find yourself in situations uh, and activities which can have a healing effect. Yes. Yeah, because I think the um, uh, subconscious is is more inclined, doesn't really deal with words because that's the logical aspect. So they have to pick, they have to use their imagination and pick an image that sounds like a word. So if it's telling you, say, you're able to do something, it might have a table and you look for the puns as well. Do you think that's okay, yes. George? Yeah. Yes, yes, the, the, the subconscious... Uh, has a peculiar relationship with words. It's it's like a dog. You know, a dog pays no heed to what you say, but he interprets every move you make. Yes, you know, if you're putting your coat on, he knows you're going for a walk. If you're, or if you open the cupboard door, he knows you're going to feed him, and so on. So, um, yeah, the, the subconscious is like a child. That's yeah. why it's called the inner child. So the dream is um, intended for the inner child or the subconscious. Just say, George, uh, people are listening here and uh, they may never have thought about uh, do doing their dreams. And you can go through life quite well and never have any idea of dreams. But when you do dreams, it gives you control over a lot of aspects of your life that you didn't have control over. And for uh, example, Gary? Uh, you'll get warnings of pending disasters coming down the line. And again, you can avoid them. Head it off at the pass. Head like, them off at the pass before it actually happens. And instead of saying to yourself oh, how unlucky I am that this happened to me, if you had been studying your dreams, you would have been warned of the impending danger or disaster, whichever it may be. And do you have a personal experience with this, scary? Um, where you managed to head something off at the pass? I do, but I, I I have to admit I wasn't paying attention to my dreams. Okay. I and I I won't. Go, it's a long story, but if I had, but now I'm watching my dreams, and if any misfortune is coming my way, I will be ready for it before it gets to me. And do you have even a small example of that? I think an, an example of that would be good um, from your own experience, and people would like to hear that. I, um, I suppose uh, there are, uh, I, I cannot think at the moment, I have yeah. numerous ones. I'll think about... Next time. Next, next time, next okay. Podcast. I've, I have so many. Uh, I just can't uh, fabulous. Uh, yeah. get into them at the moment. So that, so that means that uh, whatever is about kind of in a way like this workshop, George, you mentioned, like this mini workshop or drama, so is this in a way like uh, having something in your shopping basket and uh, you're, you're, you're kind of being shown, well, this is what you've ordered. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And uh, then do you really want this? Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, have, so, you know, uh, 
in a sense. So I, in my shopping basket, I don't have very much money or I'm suffering from poverty or something like that in terms of not, of course, as I said, but being, not having enough, let's say. And you could be very rich, but still feel you don't have enough. And that sense of poverty in your basket. But then you can say, well, actually, I can change this by paying attention to the dream. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, John. And then talking about, you you mentioned dreams reflect your state of mind. And so there's an example, you're talking about an example of um, this girl who uh, had a dream about a train station. And um, of course trains and you know you're you're either on the right track or you're not depending on whether you oh, catch the tra- train is that the pun train, tra- <laughs> train of thought and all that yeah. you know so the puns but uh, the example of this is that she was looking into her dream looking why have i got why is why why the train station i'm on the station it's the track and eventually she came to realize i'm cold and i'm hard and everybody walks all over me okay and that shows her state of mind would that be a good example? Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. And uh, can you tell us, uh, George, about um, an example of how a dream could be interpreted? Could you give us an example? Okay, well, yeah. Now, dreams are not just about illness or that. Uh, they can also indicate um, talents and abilities that you might have that you wouldn't know about. Yeah. So I was thinking of um, a dream there. Uh, This lady, she dreamt she was in a post office. Yeah. She goes into the post office. The first thing she sees is a cylindrical object. Like it's a a container, a green container for the letters. Yeah. And the postman is taking the letters out and so on. Now, she goes to the counter and uh, she's surprised to find that the postmaster is uh, a well-known television personality. It was Derek Davis. Yeah. He was um, very popular at the time. But anyway, in the dream, he wants to give her a parcel. It's a gift. It's a gift wrapped. and, And he says, this is for you. But she says... Oh, no, I can't take it. I have no ID with me. Yeah. ID. ID with me. So, no, when when you look at that, no, it's very hard to make sense of it initially. But the location of the dream is always the most important symbol. So a dream taking place in a post office, you have to ask yourself, what happens in a post office? Well, Letters, uh, information, if you like, come from one source and they're passed on to another source. And the postman, say, has the job, of, he has the middleman, he's the middleman and he has the, the job of conveying uh, these uh, messages, this information from one source to another source and so on. And, of course, the mention of a gift um, in the dream would indicate that this uh, is some gift or ability that the dreamer has. That they may not know about. That they may not know about, yes. So this is about the gift of channeling, you know, uh, being inspired, if you like, with uh, information from one source and conveying it to another. And channeling is useful because it um, 
brings information on the deeper aspects of life. And Exactly, yeah. but it could be music or poetry or anything else. Like an, art, like, uh, an artistic kind of pursuit, uh, exactly. inspired in e- a way by channeling. Exactly. Uh, but uh, in the dream, you always look for what you're trying to avoid. And uh, this person um, who is uh, refusing to take uh, the gift from the authority figure uh, is um, is reluctant to, to develop and use the gift of channeling, you see. Uh, so uh, dreams will indicate what abilities and talents and um, that you might have. Okay, and you you may be reluctant, so in a way, you're kind of coming out of your comfort zone a bit. Exactly, to yes. a bit yes. of a challenge. Who the person in that lady's dream, um, the man, would he be a guide? Yes. Yes. We call the authority figures in the dream the guides, and uh, basically all the characters in a dream are divided into three. We have the healing agents. They will appear and get close to you and they will have some quality. Um, Let's say if you're lacking confidence, then the the healing agent will have that quality. And just by interacting with you, getting close to you, some of that quality is um, expected to rub off on you, if you like. The authority figure then in the dream will be what we call the guide. And uh, this uh, character might be a policeman or a librarian or whatever. And uh, anybody with a title. Anybody with a title. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But this this um, character will represent your higher self. Yes. yes. And uh, you, what you get from the guide is guidance. They will indicate usually by their occupation or what they're doing, what they would like you to do. In other words, like uh, if you dream about a train driver or a bus driver, you'd, uh, this would indicate that you have the ability to help groups of people on their journey and so on. A taxi driver then would indicate that you have uh, counselling ability and should be helping individuals on a one-to-one basis, on their journey through life, and so on. Uh, the third character then will... Uh, th- this is the uh, the shadow self. This will be uh, negative characters who appear in your dream uh, who will try to stop you or limit you. And this, uh, uh, these will indicate that aspect of you that we call your shadow self. It's a... It's a negative um, collection of beliefs, negative beliefs about yourself or the world that holds you back. Yeah, John? George, they may not always be negative. I, I heard a very funny story of yeah. some, someone who was having this uh, disturbing um, repeat, repeat, repeating dream. They're very important, you repeat. And she's all the time running away from this kind of big blobby monster. Yeah. And uh, she was... Uh, she was getting instructions as to how to deal with this, and um, the the her, her uh, she was inv- advised to turn around and face to the face the monster, 
and she couldn't for a long time, but eventually she did. And the monster just said, I only wanted to get to know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that's um, uh, interesting because um, 90% of children's dreams are about running away from monsters. Yes. And uh, the monster in the child's dream represents the child's fear, naturally, like. Uh, so a very simple device instead of running away from the monster if the child just faces him and points a finger at him and sees this beam of light coming out of the finger and into the monster the monster will change yeah. it will change into a bunny rabbit or something and then the child can interact with that but now this has a great effect on building up the child's self-confidence yes yeah. And I was going to ask you, George, like, so everything in the dream then is is part of ourselves. Everything reflects part of our uh, subconscious mind. And yes, essentially I, what you're saying. even the parts that we really don't want to recognize. Oh. <laughs> which <laughs> too, true, are don't too true, John, too true. the shadows, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, so, and then there's, and so uh, does, does this healing agent, uh, does it have to be human? Or could it be an animal or could it be anything else? Oh, it can be anything. An animal, yes. Or um, it could be a colour even. The colours in your dreams all have a healing effect. And just being exposed to these colours can heal the uh, can heal your aura. If you if you dream, I would say a lot about green. Yeah. This will be healing for the heart chakra. Okay, and the heart chakra, the chakras are like energy centers yeah. through yes. the body, yeah. yeah. Yes. Seven of yes. them, I believe. But, yes, yeah. exactly. But the, the dream will re-energize your heart chakra if it's, if it's uh, you have these green colors. Um, okay. Yeah, and oh, it can be anything. Um, the, the healing agent can take any uh, shape or form, but it has to be positive. Yeah. So like a friendly dog or something could be... A friendly dog is right, yes. Yes, that's a good example. And what would a friendly dog represent? Well, uh, dogs... uh, um, Dogs can indicate uh, the the need for love. I mean, that's what we get from a dog. But a dog in a dream, depending, of course, on what breed of a dog... um, Now, for example, uh, a guard dog... Um, can uh, represent your immune system. Oh, really? Yes, uh, because he guards the house. The house, remember, is your body. Yes. Uh, And uh, his job is to prevent intruders from getting in the house. So the the dog, if he's a guard dog, then he will represent your immune system. And uh, if the guard dog is exhausted, say, In your dream, it would indicate, or it might indicate, uh, that your immune system needs a bit of uh, attention. Attention is right, yeah. Gosh, there's um, so much. It's such a rich subject. I mean, there's going to be plenty of uh, material for more and more podcasts. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So um, hopefully we can do some more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're going to look at how um, health and 
happiness or relationships relationships yeah. children's People, issues yeah, yeah perhaps we look at that in the next yeah, one yeah we look at relationships in the next one I just want to mention George's book again which is called Healing with Dreams and it's by George Rattigan it's available on Amazon.de and also Amazon.com uh, if you're in the States and uh, Joan's going to continue uh, this po- yeah this podcast we're going to the, the four of us will meet once a month and Joan is going to continue on a weekly basis yeah, so make sure to tune in. Uh, it might be fun, so you might enjoy having a dream interpreted. So uh, we'll make a link to where you can send us an email. And uh, we'll uh, maybe, if you're lucky enough, <laughs> we'll take one out of the hat and uh, you can have your dream interpreted. So, uh, so yeah, and, and you can get me at healingwithdreams.com. Yeah, healingwithdreams.com. Yes. So, uh, listen, thanks, guys. This has been great fun. And uh, thanks so much yes. for coming. Thanks, uh, Joan and Gary Hi, and George and uh, and myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so from the four of us, uh, yeah. looking forward to connecting with you the next time. Next time, yeah. yes. Bye-bye, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. So long. Bye.